Hey loves, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Lovely's Musings, and I'm here to bring you a message from someone. As someone can be a friend, a friend, a family member, a lover, an ex-lover, your spouse, your parent. Um, I don't know who the message is from, but I know the message is for you. So, uh, let's dig right into it. Forgive me for not having any background music on this particular message, but, um, who knows? I might incorporate some later. Let's get right into this. It says, hey, your past isn't a factor in why you're not in my life. So you have stepped away from somebody. And it's not necessarily because of things they've done in the past. It's more so who they are right now. They haven't changed. They're still behaving with the same dynamics within the same atmosphere, circle of friends, job, whatever. They haven't changed their behavior. And because they haven't changed, they haven't grown, they haven't leveled up, that's why they're no longer in your life. And I feel like they're coming to you asking, why? Why did you stop talking to me? Why are, Why don't we hang out anymore? You don't text me like you used to. It's because of, let's just say your eyes have been opened. You see them for who they've always been. And you're just not okay with it anymore. You may have been able to turn a blind eye to it before in the past. But now it's so blatant that there's no avoiding it. Now, this person, they depend on you for something to the point where they're asking you not to let them fall, not to let them be left behind. Don't move forward and leave them. But you might just have to because I don't feel any genuine sorrow, no apologetic energy. This person... If they change, they would only change in order for you to stick around, not because they actually want to be a different person or a better person or that they're unhappy with who they are. They're only doing it to alleviate your worries. And they don't understand that they've taken your kindness, your openness, your willingness to be connected to them. They take that as a weakness that you know, well, if you knew better, you wouldn't be dealing with them. If you weren't so weak, you wouldn't be dealing with them. Uh, if you weren't lonely, you wouldn't be dealing with them. If you had some real friends in your life, then, you know, they wouldn't be in your life. But you don't know how to pick good friends, you know, that type of energy. So you need to be careful because this person constantly takes you for granted. And they have no problem with continuing to do so. You may have been catching signs and synchronicities. I'm seeing 333-555-444 and even 999. And um, these numbers keep popping out at you. They're in phone numbers. Uh, you hear them on TV. You're seeing them on Facebook. You know, you're looking at someone else's comments and they have 999 comments. Like you're seeing these numbers where you wouldn't normally see them because they're not exactly the most common numbers to see but they're popping out at you. 
And as they pop out at you, you need to look at what's going on in that situation. Like if you're online, what are you looking online for? Like what was in your mind that you're looking for before you got that message, before you saw that 333 or that 444, that 999? What were you looking at? Um, who are you talking to on the phone when you saw the number pop up on your microwave? Uh, what were you guys talking about? You're looking up at the clock at work. What assignment are you working on? How does it apply to you? How, what kind of energy are you putting into it? What energy is it taking from you? We look for signs all the time, but sometimes we don't understand what those signs mean. So start looking up the numbers when you see them. See 1111, look it up. It's not always the first message you see. Sometimes you need to read three or four of them to see which one resonates because they don't always click. Some of you are walking away from a karmic. A karmic is a person meant to push you to face your darker side and grow. It doesn't necessarily mean that this person's a bad person. It's just they trigger you to heal. So if this is someone who always makes you nervous, your hands start sweating when you're around them, then this is someone who's causing you to need to bolster your confidence. Um, if it's someone that you're around and you always feel the need to embellish, exaggerate a little bit, then you need to find more confidence in yourself so that you feel confident enough to be honest. Um, if this is someone that you find yourself in competition with, even though you're not trying to compete with anybody, like you're trying to have the best grades, the best clothes, the best hairstyle, whatever, then this person is showing you that there is a level of lack, for lack of a better word. <laughs> There's lack in your life. And it's something you need to work on. Now, this person can be a friend, can be a family member, a lover, or a complete stranger. And karmic doesn't always mean bad. There's good karma and bad karma. It's just this particular person causes you to experience bad karma because you are not in your... You're not walking on the right path. You're not doing the right things. Because they wouldn't get to you otherwise. They wouldn't trigger you if there wasn't still something to be triggered. But in the midst of all this, you actually have broken some generational curses. You have removed yourself and therefore your lineage, which will follow behind you, away from certain aspects of life. Because you're not accepting them as every day, this is how it is. You're realizing there's some things that need to change. There's some things that need to be abolished. Some things that should have never even started in the first place. And you have decided that you will be a change maker in your life. And in doing so, that is going to pass on to your lineage. The people who are blood related to you, that is going to pass down in DNA. When they say that we have generational trauma from slavery, it's not just the fact that, oh, my great-grandparents were owned and now we're free and that's really sad. No, it's the taking of DNA and, and on a DNA level, your body learns to push down pain that normally it would be allowed to express. Um, it 
teaches your brain to accept certain abuses as normal, even though they're not. It teaches your brain to look at the world and say, that's just the way it is, even though it's not. And there's certain things passed down from generation to generation that's encoded in our blood. Like, you're like, oh, my great grandpa played the piano and I can play the piano. That's in your DNA. All that practice that he did is still in your genes. You just got to tap into it. And you may just have a talent for it. Or if it's not you, maybe it's your kids or your grandkids. But that talent is still there. That's how you end up with families where almost everyone's a doctor. And they all seem to have this talent for it. Or almost everyone's in the military. Or everyone's a drummer. Everyone tap dances. And you're like, wow, that's strange. No, it's a talent wielded by an ancestor. And that talent was passed down through the DNA and other people tapped into it and built upon it. So that by your time, some of those things have been instilled in you so much that you're really great at them. Like you might be a really good hair braider and you never went to any classes for it. Or maybe you are really good at drawing and art bored the heck out of you in school. Maybe you're a great storyteller, but you don't see it as telling stories. You're just passing on information, but your cadence and the way you frame the information is a story. Those are passed down through the lines. And some of the negative things like alcoholism and abuse and uh, homelessness and poverty even those are things passed down from generation to generation and you are breaking the molds on those things as well. And I'm so proud of you. Like to imagine that two generations from you, they won't even be able to comprehend the trials and tribulations that you had to experience. And you started that path. You are ready for the world to see your heart and you show your heart in your work and your family and your friends, how you care about people, how you pour into people, how you share information and knowledge. You, you touch so many lives. The world is trying to show you that you've touched it as well. Now, I don't want to get on your head or anything like that, but I don't feel like you've been meditating and praying like you need to. I feel like, you know, some of your little protection barriers is kind of crumbling a little bit because you haven't been communing with spirit. Like, whatever you were doing, you're doing even less of it or you're not doing it at all. And you need to step it up. Not just because having a relationship with your spirit team is important, but because it's good for you. It's a time for them to love on you and you love on them. Just think of it like as a dinner date with your grandma and uncles and aunties and cousins from the ethers. You know, once a week, family dinner night, but it's not dinner night. It's you listening to some good music. 
and pouring out and let them pour into you. Like, I'm not saying pray to them like they're God or something, but just, you know, have a conversation. And if it's hard to do, talk to a picture. And if you can't talk to a picture, write their name on a piece of paper and look at the word. But start incorporating that relationship back into your life. I don't know if anyone's ever called you a fairy or said you had gypsy energy or maybe you should be in a circus like Cirque du Soleil, you know, a little flamboyant, but in a magical way. I'm just going to tell you now, there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually awesome. Um, people with fae energy are childlike and magical exciting they're the kind of people that just seem to be glitter and you're one of those people and I don't know about you but I think it's pretty cool to have that type of energy to be a little ethereal a little eccentric just out there but in a good way you don't seek other people's praise and opinions on who you are and that's another thing about fey energy they just are and they already understand that they're going to be walking through the world looked at differently and I think you've always had that even as a child even though you didn't have the comfort that comes with that knowledge you just always was and people instantly didn't like you for it or sought to be competition with you for it or accuse you of trying to challenge them when you were just being yourself. For those of you who are single, there is someone out there who is coming quite soon. I want to say within the next two months. And they will see you and they will know you. They will know you in ways you didn't even understand you were known from how you like your hot drinks to where you put your fork on your plate, how you put your pillows. I mean, things that are, that don't really stand out to you. They're just things you do, you know, they're going to stand out to this person so much so that this person can comment on it. Like, Oh, you put your fork on the on the table instead of the plate like you usually do. You're like, what are you talking about? And they'll tell you. You always put your fork on the right-hand side of your plate when you're almost done. And you leave a little circle of food on the left-hand side. And you'll be like, what? And then the next time you sit down to eat, you're going to notice that that is exactly what you do. And you're like, oh, you pay attention to that. Weird. But it's not weird. It's a nice thing. It's great when people know you. Like, know you, know you. And again, it's coming out. Don't be scared to be different. You set the bar on different. You set the bar on unique. You set the bar on cosmically cool. Embrace that shit. Stop running from it. So 
you may have had in the past a relationship that was kind of tumultuous and a little bit scandalous. And so now this next connection is going to show you the your worth. And that it's not always about brawn or beauty um, or even brains for that matter. And you might meet a sweet jock who decided not to go to college on a scholarship. They, you know, high school was it for them and now they're working a regular job. And regular jobs can be anything from I don't even know. I'm going blank because I don't want to say anything that sounds insulting, but it could work in a garage or be a hostess at a restaurant or they work at Jack in the Box and they're the store manager now. Whatever it is, as far as they're concerned, their days of glory are gone. But they're not understanding that even in the job that they're doing at the moment, there's glory to be had. Whether it's making a person smile every time they come into your store or being the calm voice of reason when everyone else is yelling and screaming around. Or you have an eye for detail and you caught something that six other people that they've paid haven't caught. You may have walked away from some friendships because it seemed like everyone was needing you to be their friend, but no one was being your friend. So if you needed to call somebody at two o'clock in the morning, no one was gonna answer the phone. If you needed a ride at the store, everyone was gonna be busy. Um, you needed to borrow $5 to put towards your rent, no one had it. But anytime you had, someone always had their hand out. Even when you didn't have, someone would have their hand out. They would tell you of their need, their wants, their desires, and you try to figure out a way to make sure it happened for them. You are a lot of people's fairy godparent, and they will never tell you. They will never thank you for it. And quite honestly, they don't even appreciate what you did beyond that moment. And it's not because of you. It's because... As far as they're concerned, it comes easily to you. The things you do for them, it's no sweat off your back. So why should they thank you for something you are you going to do anyways? They think because it looks easy that it is easy for you to do. They don't see the time and work you put into figuring things out for them. The stress and worry that you may exude thinking about their situations. They don't see any of that. They just see the results. And maybe it's time that you walk them through some of the processes that you do for them so they can see that it's not that easy. You're just willing to do the work for them so they get an opportunity to be lazy. You are a way maker. You figure out things for people that they would never imagine. You see things in a way that they can't comprehend and you should not 
ever beat yourself up about that. When you can't make the way the universe does, and you need to remember that, even at your lowest times, the universe has always came through for you. Now, I'm not even going to say the message which is kind of jumbled, but the gist of it is you are unique and wonderfully made. You are a divine creature and you need to stop feeling like shit and letting people feel, make you feel like shit and stop thinking about yourself like you're a piece of shit because you're not, period. So I love you guys. Be blessed. Remember, you are more than a conqueror. And again, good evening, good morning, good night. Oh, wait, I forgot to pull cards to see who this message might be for. Give me a moment. I'm just going to take all that. So we have Alder the Trailblazer. It's going to be a Pisces or Aries energy. It's on March 19th through April 14th. We have Beach, winter opposition, December 21st and 22nd. That is Capricorn season. Oh, the Vernal Equinox is March 21st. That's Aries energy. We have Ptah. That's fire energy, Virgo energy, Hephaestus energy. Um, we have Hazel the Knower, August 5th through September 1st. That's Virgo and Leo energy. Vine the Equalizer, September 2nd through 29th. That's Virgo and Libra energy again. We have Seth, May 28th through June 18th, September 28th through October 2nd. That's Gemini and Libra energy. And Fig, June 14th through the 23rd, December 12th through the 20th, Gemini and Sagittarius energy. Again, we have Fig, Gemini and Sagittarius, Seth, Libra and Gemini, Vine, Virgo and Libra, Hazel, Virgo and Leo, Pata, Oak, Aries, Beach, Capricorn season, and Alder, the Trailblazer, Pisces, and Aries. Now those can be your sun, moon, rising signs. No houses came out, so sun, moon, or rising. Um, you can also look up your druid astrology, or well, we didn't have, no, we did, or your Egyptian astrology, if you want to learn more about the top or alder, or beech, or oak, or hazel, the knower, or vine equalizer. Um, yeah. Be blessed. Have a great day whenever this message hits you.